to this episode of Raising Killen, the podcast to motivate, inspire, and educate parents raising kids with special needs. I am your host, Marsh Naidu, and today I am sitting with Thomas Coronado, co-owner of Jordan's Grab and Go here in Dyersburg, Tennessee. Welcome to the show, Thomas. Thank you for having me. Guys, Tommy, together with his mom, Christine Coronado, own Jordan's Grab and Go. Tommy, tell me the concept behind Jordan's. Originally, we started the store to give Jordan, my sister, a place to go to work because um, there's not any opportunities for special needs adults to work, you know, and have that work experience or that interaction with people. So that was, uh, that's how it started. And it's just grown uh, tremendously. So Thomas, I was actually looking back on our podcast list and uh, I actually interviewed Christine on episode number three, y'all. So go Mm -hmm. back and check that out. It was episode number three and that was actually done in December of last (laughs) year. And at that time... How long have you guys been open? How long have you all been in operation uh, for, Tommy? Tom? It's going to be two years in January. Two years. So you guys must have just been open shy of a year then. Yes. Tell me a little bit about Jordan. <laughs> uh, Jordan's a real character. Uh, she's, um, she's always happy. You know, she can be very uh, vocal uh, when she wants to be. Um, but she could also be real quiet you know it's just it depends what mood she's in you know at, at the house she's um on her show or playing with her her cards you know that's an an, um, an autistic thing she likes to do the same thing over and over right and when she's in the zone you know it's she's quiet as a mouse but when she's watching let's say uh, sesame street or arthur right and she you know she likes to sing or talk a little bit more so yeah, that's just part of it. Now, Jordan is 24, right? right. She has a diagnosis of autism. Yes. Uh, and with the current situation going on with the pandemic right now, Jordan hasn't really been coming out to the store. That's correct. Um, we've had to, we decided to isolate her um, since the pandemic started, just out of safety. Okay. You know, um She's one of those, you know, she won't know any better to not touch her face or, you know, her eyes. And so. Um, so we're just giving ca- caution right now right. is what you guys are doing. Yes, absolutely. Right. So let's take it a little bit to the beginning and kind of give us some history about you guys and your family as such. Because I just think that is the most neatest thing um, how you how you guys moved and travel and got to to live in different parts of the country, um, because I think that also lends itself to understanding why your guys' menu is so diverse. Oh, absolutely, yeah. So um, I was born in Florida, and then uh, Jordan was actually born in Chicago. So we were <laughs> born in different cities, uh, a few years apart, and then um, eventually, after my mom finished. Uh, law school in Chicago. Um, she moved us to Hawaii, and um, we stayed there a good um, eight years. And so that's where me and Jordan were raised, you know, all through school. And um, you know, in Hawaii, there's a 
a very big, you know, the Hawaiian culture and Filipino and Asian culture. So um, that's where uh, some of our um, things that we've done, you know, are, um, on our menu. Uh, that, Have that Asian fusion. Uh... Yeah, like like the Philly egg rolls, for example, you know, that's uh, where kind of that idea came from. You know, when we talked about doing, um, you know, boba tea, which is really big in Asian culture in Hawaii. Wow, man. And so then we um, eventually we moved here. And, to Dyer's uh, Bike, Tennessee. Yeah, but we didn't know we would do the store, not until uh, a little bit later on. So we were just a regular family, you know. Um, Mom's always been a, a lawyer since she moved here. Uh, stepdad, he retired in the Navy. You know, and um, so Jordan didn't really have anything. I was working, um, I, I did college, right, got my bachelor's, and then uh, worked as a correctional officer. So, you know, I was just I was just working like everyone else, you know, and then. So then we, what lit the spark for the restaurant, Charmy? What got that going? Um, my mom was very passionate about, again, having somewhere for Jordan to call her own, you know. She didn't just want Jordan to stay home all day and just not have anything to look forward to because once Jordan graduated high school, there wasn't, there just wasn't very much that the community could offer her. So, so we, Chris, we to you that. guys went out and, and, and made that opportunity or oh, got yeah. things done. I love that. We did, and we've, um, we've hired other special needs uh, people you know, and since then, you know, and you, know, you remember uh, Tabitha? Yes. She's our success story, we call it. I love that. And we've had, like, um, three other employees who were special needs as well that worked for us for uh, a period of time. So, uh, Charmy, you guys have been in operation for two years now, um, and, and I have to give you a shout-out because, I mean— th- Jordan's is a place that my family love coming to. I mean, at least once, if I, not I re- twice a week. <laughs> I remember you guys when you, yeah, you first came in, you know, and then, uh, you know, who knew we'd be sitting right here t- two years later. <laughs> <laughs> and your uh, Thomas and his mom have, have done the most awesome act of kindness. My uh, Tuesday October the 6th was actually World Cerebral Palsy Day, and these guys contributed 50% of their sales that day to RaisingKillen.inc so that we can use those funds and um, move towards the idea of creating an audiobook for uh, What I Wish I Knew Back Then, which is a book that was written by myself as well as three other moms that we've put together for parents that are recently faced with a diagnosis of developmental delay and are not quite sure in which direction to move. But this book is a book of encouragement. We wanted to kind of move on to get that put into a audio format. So that is what the the the, the funds from uh, Tommy and Christine's generosity of of supporting our nonprofit is going to towards. So you've done an amazing act of kindness, Tommy. Hey, hey, Marsh, it's our pleasure and you know, that's one of the things um Christine will tell you this too. Uh, we believe, you know, business should have 
a, a, a more of a, a higher purpose other than just making money. You know, if you're just in a business just to make money and not help others, then, you know, we don't necessarily believe that's, you know, um, th there should be more, you know, and that's what we want to do. We want to help the community. We want to try to give back, you know. Yes, we're a business. Yes, we got to, of course, make money, of course, to stay open. But uh, we believe having a purpose definitely is a top priority and to give back always. What is the, the vision for Jordans? Where do you as the co-owner, because you're very actively in managing the business, Tommy. I mean, you are there six days a week and you, I mean, what is the vision that you have for Jordans? Eventually, we, we have talked about a second location. Still a little too early, but we have discussed um, various cities, you know, in this area that we want to, to grow to. Absolutely. And we want to keep it, um, when we do expand, we want to keep it local. Um, we don't necessarily want to, you know, grow as like, like a McDonald's, you know, and then um, kind of become too corporate, you know. Our, our goal will always be to, to keep it local and to keep it small. Uh, do you remember when, you first, um, when we first met you guys, you came into the store? Yes. Do you remember that day? Absolutely, because we actually came to the store for Jordan's birthday. It was in September, and you all had a Facebook post out there basically saying, you know, it's Jordan's birthday, come celebrate with us. And I'm like, oh, my God, how neat of a place to go to that that, that supports the special needs community. And mm -hmm. that's when we first met you and, and your family in Jordan. Yes, I do remember that day. Yeah, yeah, it was uh, uh, just really something, you know, just uh, to meet you and how nice you were and to meet Kellen, you know, um, we just, I think we just clicked, you know, we knew we'd be friends with you guys. <laughs> Absolutely. Um, I, um, so, Tommy, you are Jordan's big brother, um, mm -hmm. and I know that it is not all roses, being a sibling, is there any advice that you could offer to other special needs siblings? Hmm. What I would say is you gotta uh, be patient, uh, be mindful, um, just try to be understanding. Uh, that would be that would be my advice. And of course, I would say um, everyone's family is you know not all roses. <laughs> <laughs> But you roll with the flow, don't you? And you do your best for your sibling. One, one day at a time. Absolutely. Absolutely. One day at a time. Guys, go back to episode number seven. In that episode, Jessica Leving talks about uh, a, a spe uh, being a special needs sub. She has a podcast as well, which you guys can definitely need to check that out, when she, uh, where she talks about her and, and Billy who is actually her young adult brother that has a diagnosis of autism as well. So definitely check out Jessica Leving and the Special Siblings podcast. Tommy, um, what have you guys got planned for the store? Um, well, right now we're doing the, the, the blue pumpkins, right? That's going on. So uh, if you come to Jordan's, we're giving away these blue pumpkins uh, for trick-or-treaters. The blue pumpkin is a, a symbol to show that a, a child or even an adult like Jordan 
has some sort of special needs, and it's meant to give people a heads up. Can you tell me what what your idea behind that is? Um, well, well, we didn't create the the, the blue pumpkin, you know, but um, we we heard about it through an article. We just came across it on Facebook one day, and then we thought to ourselves, well, let's just go go buy some at Walmart, and then we'll give them away at our store, you know, and then. That's just another way to give back to the community and to, you know, to help those kids or those families that might, you know, have financial difficulties, you know, that might not be able to get them a pumpkin. But the blue pumpkin as well will, would perhaps in a way let uh, um, adults that are like handing out candy kind of know that, you know, perhaps just be... Um, more mindful of right. how you approach a child, not just kind of scare them or just go up on them, but yeah. rather just maintain. Absolutely. It, yeah, just to be mindful. And that's all it is. It's not identifying. Uh, it, it's not a, identifying or to be anything more than just be cautious on how yeah. you approach the child, right? The, yeah, absolutely. And, you know, I remember my mom, when uh, Jordan was younger, would take her trick-or-treating and she would always have to, you know, explain 20 times to 20 houses, like, hey, okay, you know, she's special needs. Sometimes Jordan wouldn't say trick-or-treat, so Christine would say it for her. And she would always kind of have to, you know, explain that a little bit or, you know, people, you know, the house would look look at her funny or didn't, you know, didn't quite understand, you know. So that's that's the symbolism of the blue pumpkin is to help, just to help um be more mindful, a little more understanding. So uh, if you, uh, for parents that would want to, you know, pick up a blue pumpkin, all they would need to do, Tommy? They, ta- they just have to come to the store. No purchase necessary. We'll give them a free pumpkin. Awesome, y'all. So guys, that's coming up for Halloween. Now we're recording this on October the 10th and Halloween. It's going to be on a Saturday this year as well. And I know that some parents um, are being mindful of the, the current pandemic and social distancing. But hey, I mean, even if you get a blue pumpkin and you fill, fill up your kid's pumpkin, you know what I mean? We'll that- have we'll have candy too to give away. Uh, they're not doing the trick-or-treating thing due to the pandemic. They can come to our store. We'll give them candy, too. <laughs> All right. That sounds an awesome deal, Tommy. So uh, any uh, any uh, other promotions that are coming up? I'll tell you this, what we are going to do. Um, last year, we uh, did a drawing towards the end of the year to give uh, someone uh, free pizza for a year. So and then uh, we'll do that again this year. We'll draw a name on Facebook Live. And someone will win free pizza for a year. It, Jordan's is is it a, like a corporation or is it a no, what, it, what? It's um, it's just a store that we we just own it. Okay. It's um, we're not a chain or um, we we bought the building ourselves. Was um, that we the got old the, Sonic building, right? It, it is. Yeah. So we bought the building. Um, we got the license we needed. Uh, we did all the work ourselves. All the equipment, you know, we bought here and there, and we we set everything up ourselves. So we own 100% of it. Uh, I own 50% of it. My mom owns the other 50, 50%. So this is your footprint in the community. I mean, it's just not like 
This is not just something that's here for just right now. This is something that you guys want to build and grow and nurture and... Uh, we'll be here as long as the community lets us be here. You know, um, the pandemic has been a challenge, of course, for, for many businesses. Many businesses have shut down all over the country. Um, but fortunately enough, we've been able to stay open. And so we, we pray, we continue to hope that we can stay open, you know, because we've come so far. And, you know, um, it would be really devastating to just lose it all you know, due to the pandemic. Yes, sir. Especially moving towards this festive season, which in my limited understanding is a really important time for a small business, you know, moving towards Christmas where, I, am I right in saying this is when most of your sales and business happens, Tommy, or not really? Actually, this is um, this time last year towards the, at the end of the year, uh, we had a decline, so we, we did more during the summertime, the beginning of the year, and then the wintertime, it, it actually declined some, believe it or not. <laughs> but um, if you think about it, it's not surprising because, you know, you got Thanksgiving and Christmas, so people have to save their Christmas money to buy gifts, right? That's big in our culture. And then, you know, they got to prepare Thanksgiving, people are traveling back home, you know, to see family. Um, and then top all that now with Corona, the pandemic, um, we do expect to see more of a decline than last year, but um, uh, we'll still be, we'll still be open and we'll serve the community. See, it's different when you actually in a business, isn't it? And just, yeah, that's totally different. And we're still learning, you know, just like uh, you and your podcast, one day at a time. <laughs> <laughs> we, me and Tommy are laughing because it just took 30 minutes to set up the, the equipment. We're actually uh, recording this in the Diasburg Community Library. And these ladies are always so gracious to let us use the space. And, and we, we're thankful to uh, Catherine McBride, uh, the director here, for making this uh, podcast episode possible uh so thanks Catherine <laughs> oh me so those are all the ins and outs guys of doing a podcast and owning a business you just never know but you know what you don't give up trying it's just one day at a time you reach out to those that are able to offer assistance or direction and you just you just try absolutely one day at a time. That's <laughs> it. Uh, Tommy, how can folks reach you? Where are you located at? Uh, give us your Facebook details. So if anyone wants to reach out to you all, they can. Just um, search Facebook on uh, search for Jordan's Grab and Go. You'll find the page. Um, uh, you can also um, uh, give us a call at 731-287-0702. And uh, we are located on um, 1809 St. John in Dyersburg, just across from that cemetery. Okay. <laughs> All right. And, Tommy, I thank you for your time. Thank you for believing in our, uh, in RaisingKillen.org as well. And, guys, go back and listen to Christine on episode number three. And, as always, spread the message of Jordan's Grab and Go as well as um, of uh, the Raising Killen 
blog and podcast. And we would really appreciate a rate and review on the podcast. All right. Thanks, Tommy. Guys, as always, remember, get to the top of that mountain. And this is Marsh Naidu signing off. Mm-hmm.